like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. However you want. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode way your faith has made you well today i want to talk to you briefly on a topic uh, i have entitled the culture of thanksgiving hallelujah tell your neighbor the culture of thanksgiving the culture of thanksgiving as you know as you and i know today is our thanksgiving service last week i shared something with you on uh, kingdom cultures and we spoke about fasting, uh, which is one of the cultures in the kingdom. And uh, today we are talking about the kingdom, the culture of thanksgiving, which is also part of the cultures in the kingdom. And so the Bible says that uh, Jesus, when he was passing through even uh, Samaria and Galilee, uh, he saw ten men who were lepers. And uh, when he saw the lepers, Omunipadu, and the Bible makes us understand that Jesus Christ, uh, when he, 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 he turned and he even looked at them, I mean, I believe that the Lord saw some faith even in the heart of this man. And so he told them that, go and show yourself even to the priest. I mean, in, in former times, you know, uh, in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, thereabout, you see, but when the Lord was giving the Israelites the commands, he made them understand that if anybody has leprosy and the person is cleansed, there is a need that they go and show themselves even to the priest for uh, examination. Hallelujah. So the same way somebody might have caught COVID-19 and uh, the person might have recovered, and you, you have to go and show yourself to the quarantine officer. Say, be a corona chill. That's a umato. I was saying for no re-examine. Hallelujah. It is a mreno. Any enigma. I saw four of the correct doctors. I'm telling you. And I only need the doctor. A soft word now, we are correct doctors. And so, I mean, the priest served as, uh, he was kind of like a medical doctor who examined to see if the person is really cleansed, if the person is healed. And so Jesus Christ, even before the people would receive their healing, he was telling them that go and show yourself to the priest. I mean, these were lepers, they were still lepers, but and so the people also had faith and they moved 
And when they were on their way going, the Bible says that, and they were cleansed. And when one of them discovered that he was cleansed, he turned back to come and look for the one who told him to uh, go and show himself to the priest. He turned back and came to even give thanks to the man. That is Jesus Christ. And so there is a song. It says that Savior, I have come to give you thanks. The boy that you healed has come to worship you. You have to learn some of these foreign songs. It can with Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This is an international church. Are you with me? Educated. You send your turn. But this is an educated church. Hallelujah. Amen. And so you see, when, when the guy came to Jesus, Jesus asked him a question. He says that, were you not 10 people that I told that go and show yourself to the priest? And how come it's only one person who has returned to even come and give thanks unto me? And Jesus said something. Uh, the, 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 the Bible makes it clear in the verse 16 that, and, and, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus used the word for him. He says that how come it is only this foreigner who has come to give me tax? You see, the Samaritans in those days, uh, they were kind of like uh, the Jewish didn't really associate with the Samaritans. They weren't, uh, they weren't close at all. Because the Jews saw themselves to be purely descendants of Abraham. And so they saw the Samaritans to be people who were unclean. So the Samaritans weren't recognized and considered as people who belonged and were, you know, uh, part of the common word even of Israel. That is why when the woman at the, uh, at the well, John chapter 4, the verse number 9, when Jesus came to her and Jesus asked him for water, the woman said that, how come you a Jew ask me a Samaritan even for water because you people have no business even with us and so the Samaritans were seen to be you know uh, they believe that uh, ancient I mean the ancient Israelites when they came even uh, from exile you see some of the people from the northern part of Israel they went to intermarry some foreigners when the Lord had given a strict instruction that, you see, these people should not marry even from outside of your own people. They went to marry. And so they are seen to be mixed breeds. They are not considered to be part of us at that time. They weren't considered to be part of the kingdom agenda and the people that the Lord had even chosen. And so the Jews didn't want to have any association uh, even with them. And that is why Jesus called him a foreigner. But he was a Samaritan. So Jesus, even Jesus himself, didn't recognize these people to be part of what God was doing. Are you with me? And so Jesus said that, how come I healed my people? It suggests to me that when Jesus mentioned that, why is it that this foreigner is the only
only person who has come even to give thanks unto me. It suggests to me that the rest that were healed, they were, you know, from the Jewish culture. They were Jews. And so Jesus expected them even to know more than this guy. He expected them now. Yes, Jesus said, and was And so Jesus is trying to point something to us that in the kingdom, you see, right now, because of Christ, you and I are purely descendants of Abraham. Are you with me? Yes. Because of what Jesus did, you and I are partakers of the blessings of Abraham. And so we belong to the kingdom, and in the kingdom we belong to the culture. I mean, we are supposed to be practitioners of the culture of the kingdom. And so uh, Jesus is trying to tell us that, you see, you have left a foreigner, an outsider, who doesn't even have any part in this thing to come and rather give thanks unto me. When you people that this is your own tradition and your culture, you are supposed to do this, even unto me. And so what Jesus is trying to tell you and I is that we, in our kingdom there is a culture and we must cultivate the habit of thanksgiving. When God does something for us, he expects that we thank him. God expects that, you know, we don't take anything that he does even for you and I for granted. He expects that whatever that he does for you and I, anytime he has shown us love, anytime he has shown us kindness, anytime he has shown us mercy, whatever the Lord does for you and I, he expects that we come and we thank him. So thanksgiving is, 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 is a very important, you know, thing in our culture as believers. The ability to appreciate God. It is very important. It is a necessary key in our Christian law. Now, so you see, it's so pathetic that you see, when it comes to thanksgiving, we take it right. When, when I talk about thanksgiving, I am talking about expressing, you know, gratitude, expressing profound gratitude and appreciation. This is not the time for what's happening. Are you with me? Let your mind. He said ancient word ever. That is what is able to change you and I. 
if your WhatsApp will change you, it would have changed your story or his years that you've been WhatsApping in church. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, you see, thanksgiving also is giving glory to God for what he has done, what he is doing, and what he is here to do even in your life. Giving glory to God, showing appreciation to God for what he has done, what he is doing, and what he is yet even to do in your life. And so, you see, in this verse of scripture that we read, we saw that even before the people would receive total cleansing, the guy returned when he saw that he was cleansed. You see, you can be, you, you see, when a leper, you know leprosy, if you've seen a leper before, when the, the cleansing, you know, when the leprosy comes like that, it eats your fingers and all that up. Are you with me? It, it eats your fingers. And it deals sunny and yenyanty. boxer. That is how that is. So, when the people, their skin, you know, your skin also becomes some weak. So, when they were cleansed, when the skin came back to normal, I believe that the hand had not returned. You understand? The, the, the thing was that the uh, cover had been removed. There was some cleansing. They were cleansed. When the guys were on their way and they were going, this guy also had the same experience. But he saw that the, the guy had an understanding that if I can thank God for what he is here to do, when I get into the temples, it can cause a perfect turn around even in this my situation. And so the guy returned back to the Lord and he went to show appreciation even for what he had not seen yet. And so the Bible makes it clear that and when he came to town, the Lord made him whole. The Lord made him well. He says that and arise, the last verse, the uh, 19, he says that arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. The others were cleansed, but this one was made well. Because he had some kind of faith, even to believe God for something that had not yet happened. So thanksgiving doesn't only have to do with you receiving something in the now. It has to do with what God has done. Jesus said that go, they were going. It was a past tense. As they were going presently, they saw that they were blessed. And before the final one, what was ahead? Before they would get to the priest, the guy returns to thank the Lord for what he is here to do. And so thanksgiving is showing gratitude for what God has done, what he is doing, and what he is here to do even in your life as an individual. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to understand something that God is a spirit. You see, even me and men, when they do things for us, they expect that we thank them. I'm telling you. If you give somebody something and the person doesn't show any appreciation, or gratitude, you you presume. And yet we say, I did not show anybody. And I'm a boy. Oh, and I'm not sure. You see, so that is the same way that God also feels. 
when it comes to our, our relationship even with God. The Bible says that God is a spirit and them that worship him must worship him in truth, in spirit and in truth. We worship him because he's a spirit. And spiritually, God does a lot of things for us, which also manifests even in the flesh. And so there is a need that at all times we show gratitude. But it's very sad that you see in our in our Christian home today, in our churches today, and when it comes to our personal prayers and all that, the things that we take for granted is thanksgiving. I'm telling you, showing appreciation, gratitude to God. When we say that there is a pot in your belly, pray and break it. You will see the intensity of your prayer. But when it comes to thanksgiving, you see, even when we are praising and glorifying the name of the Lord, some of us are sitting down like nothing concerns us. When some people are in the spirit and they are also receiving some things. You see, so this is why we are missing it as people of God. We don't thank God enough. We don't show appreciation to God even enough. You know, and sometimes the reason why we can't thank God enough is because oftentimes we feel and we believe and we think that we are supposed to receive certain things that we think, you know, uh, should improve and be of benefit to our lives. And so if we don't get these things, we don't want to even show gratitude to God. When we say we are thanking God, obviously why we are even thanking God. But the psalmist said something in Psalm 100, the verse number 3 and 1 to, uh, I, I believe, 4. He says, that, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He says, that, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Listen, there are a lot of benefits that we enjoy from God that our eyes don't even see. I'm telling you, it says that forget not all his benefits who forgives you of your iniquities and who heals you of your diseases. It says that he delivers your life even from destruction. And he crowns your life even with loving kindness. He fills your mouth with good things. That your youth is renewed. Listen. It says forget not all his. So you see. The forget. Yesterday you went to fornicate. God didn't kill you. It's a good place to thank God. I know you don't like that one. But it's a good place. You see. He said that who forgives all your iniquities. If it was in former times, when I was reading, I believe the throne of it, he said that if a woman is betrothed to a man and somebody comes to do hey, some things with the sister, the person and the woman, they must die. 
he says that he forgives all, all your iniquities. Not only that, he brings healing to you and I. He delivers our lives from the the psalmist said something that I love. He said, When I slept, I slept like the dead. It was the Lord who sustained. When you slept, it is not your alarm that woke you up. Don't deceive yourself. Go and put that same alarm by a dead body. And check if that dead body will rise up with the noise that the alarm is making. The Lord has preserved you and I from January until from the beginning first day of if you think you are worth living today go to the mortuary and check some people are wealthy they are richer than you and they are still dead some people are praying more than you and they are dead who delivers our life from destruction and he grants you and I with loving kindness. So even when we are at fault, when we are at fault and we have become lawful captives, say I get people and what say by a saying, I no pray and what say I get because of the loving kindness of God, you and I are delivered. And we are preserved. Why are you complaining that God has not given you a job so you want to kill yourself? <laughs> After, listen, you know that you want to die like that. Try you try and kill yourself. Let's see if it's enjoyable. And I was telling him that I said, Who will be situation of woman or suffering? I'm telling you, you will thank God for your own life. I'm telling you. So, thanksgiving is very important. We must cultivate as Christians the attitude of gratitude. Give 
It says that give thanks to the Lord always. The two previous verses, it says that rejoice at all times. It came to say that pray always. And then it says that give thanks to God at all. That is the reason for this is the will of God concerning your life. So the will of God is for us to appreciate Him. It is God's will, it is God's plan, it is in the depths of God's heart and in God's interest that we learn to appreciate Him. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 8, the verse number 10. The Lord said to the people of Israel, He said that when you have entered and you have eaten the good of the land, you shall remember to bless the Lord your God, who carried you even from the land of Egypt and brought you to this place. Listen, no matter where you are now, you were once in some kind of Egypt. At first, you couldn't buy or afford to eat two times in a day, but now you can eat two times in a day. The same Deuteronomy chapter 6, the verse number 12, I believe. It says that beware lest you forget the God who brought you out. And a lot of us have forgotten what God did for us. We have forgotten what God has done for us. But the Lord wants us to remember. He wants you to remember where you are coming from. So that when you come to church, in your closet, sometimes we act as if, you see, we act as if God has never done something for us. We forget that it's very necessary that we count our blessings. Then we are able to name them one by one. I'm telling you. I was talking to a friend. She's the person is from a very rich home. And I was telling that my friend, I said, Hey, Kelly, right now I've stopped drinking pure water. I think last year. I was I, I mean I was just uh, I went to buy something at a shop and I saw a man and their husband. And they came to, they wanted to buy 10 sachets of pure water. And the sachets of pure water that they wanted to buy, not the bag, just the Their money wasn't up to. They could afford only five. I, I don't know if the other money fell by the wayside or something. So the man checked this thing, you know, I mean, I felt some way, so I just kept quiet and all that. But when I got home, I mean, I, I was in the kitchen and uh, this my friend called me and I said, Charlie, I just remembered where I am coming from. I went to a shop to buy something and I felt pity for this person. Because Charlie, they couldn't afford to buy just 10 sachets of pure water. I mean, those of you who have come to my place, you. And also, I was, I said, Charlie, right now, by the grace of God, I don't remember the last time 
I said I'm buying pure water to drink. I'm not saying it's not good, but it's very good. Are you with me? I'm not saying it's not good, but I mean, from where I am coming from, and I was telling my friend that challenge, right now, by the grace of God, me, I can afford to buy a bottle of water. Because of when I was in school back then, university, we are finished eating the bubble. People will be buying bottle of water. I mean, you know, Central is a TV school. I mean, uh, I can't use my money to buy bottle of water. So, Sometimes when somebody will do you good, hey, Osofo, you are here, let me buy one. Say, so your top bottle, who know we are? You will get the bottle. Because you know that you can refill it. You, you, you don't understand what I'm talking about. But the refilling experience. Charlie, you can't go and stand there that you want to buy pure water. I mean, you, you know what I'm You can't. Because everybody is buying bottle water. Also, for my money is not bottle water money that I have to. You understand? A Columbus, the Nemusa. You know, so, I mean, I was telling this friend, I said, Charlie, God has been good to me. Because right now, I don't even have to bear whatsoever to buy water. <laughs> and the person was laughing. You too. This one. I mean, this is somebody who comes from. Uh, 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 when we talk about money, it's not for you. I see you too. This one. Is this one to something that. I said, you don't know. You don't know where they are coming from. I remember how at first we would hear that two susu are on top of papaya. I'm telling you, those days when papaya, get that two susu to go and buy papaya. How much papaya do you want to eat now that you need to come back? So you don't have to forget why the Lord picked you from and where God has brought you before. To forget to thank the Lord. So it says that beware lest you forget. Why must we thank God? The first reason why we must thank God because thanksgiving gives us access into the very presence of God. Our attitude of gratitude it gives us access into the very presence of God. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 100 verse number 4, it says that I enter into my gates with thanksgiving and my court with praise. When we enter into the gates and the court, we are meeting God Himself. So, thanksgiving, the attitude of gratitude is the key that unlocks the heavens for you to have access even to God. If you cultivate the attitude of gratitude, you always have access into the very heart and depths of God. The Lord said, that I will dwell. In the praises of my people. When you are thanking him. And when you are always grateful. And you show appreciation. Even for the things that God has done. You get access into the very heart of God. It comes to even. You, you can't be an individual.
did well, who is always giving glory to God, thanking God, exalting Him, and then the Lord will just leave you like that. No. So thanksgiving is a key that unlocks the gates of heaven. It gives us access into the very presence of God. Thanksgiving also perfects our blessing. Thanksgiving perfects our blessings even as people of God. The, Bible, the, the scripture that we read, Luke chapter 17, even the verse number 14, it, 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 it says that, and when the guy had returned to give thanks unto them, the Lord told him, it says that, go, oh, you have been made well. You have to understand that the rest were blessed, but it was only this one that was made well. So thanksgiving perfects every blessing that God gives you and I. Don't wait for completion before you offer appreciation to God. Don't wait for completion before you offer appreciation to God. Don't wait to see the full manifestation of that blessing before you appreciate God for what he is doing and what he has done even in your life. He gave you a prophetic word. You are going to marry. By the grace of God, you have gotten a boyfriend, a beloved, Hey, the same boyfriend comes with something. You have gotten a fiancé, fiancé. You must thank God for what He has started to do. If you thank Him for it, He will perfect that blessing. When we were in school, Julius, there was an old lady who used to sell a uh, to bear, to bear, you know, to bear, buffalo. Massive leap, even 
from that level to a greater and a mighty level that you yourself you cannot even understand you see what made David different from all the other people is because David had that attitude to be grateful even for the little things that God was doing for him and that is what people didn't understand and that's how come David was able to become a man after God's own heart. The act is being brought. You are dancing. No king will dance. Nobody will dance and give glory to God for bringing back that glory. But this guy will dance. He will dance. He will glorify. He will thank God. Glorify the Lord. Magnify him for you know the restoration and all that. And his wife, who has been in the palace, that he doesn't understand because her father didn't act like this. She has been in the palace for a while and she doesn't understand why you will act like this. And because she speaks even against that very act, God placed a curse on her. It takes me to my next one. Thanksgiving helps to preserve our blessings. Malachi chapter 2, the verse number 2. I want us to read this one. It says that if you will not hear, and if you will not take note in your heart, to give glory to my name, say the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you. And I will curse your blessings. He said, I will curse your blessings. And I will curse your blessings. This is God speaking. If you will not recognize that I am the one who has done these things for you, and you will not give me the glory, he said, I will place a curse on. And that is what God did to the wife of David. I will place a curse on you and I will curse your blessings. Even the blessings that you have received, God says that he will curse it. So a lot of us, some blessings that we receive, they have left us. And we don't understand why. Some of them are not because witches, you know, took them away from us. But because we ourselves... God brought you a blessing. He gave you some money. He's standing in our foyer, Marcel. When you got the money from God by prophecy and all that, and you expect the money to stay, He says that I will bring a curse on you and I will curse the blessing as well. So if you don't repent and learn to appreciate the Lord for the blessings that He releases even unto you, He can bring the curse on it and you can lose that blessing. That is how come some people also get healed. They go to church and all, they get healed and at the end of the day, the sickness even comes back west off. Because they refuse to give thanks and glory to the Lord. So if you check your life, you will notice that you were, when you were going to church, when you were doing the things of God, you were, you were being blessed until you started thinking that is your own mind. Until you started thinking 
that you can do away and become progressive and make something good out of your life without the church, without God. You've got a beloved. We advise you if you do something, something, you are giving glory to the devil. The prophet would no gulun, no galala. You will go and do it, and at the end of the day, you will lose your beloved, and you will still come and cry. He said, I will bring a guest on you and upon that blessing. So if you refuse to appreciate God and glorify God for what He is doing in your life, and you begin to think that it is by your own might and your own intellect. Some of us have gone to school, and so we, we, we think that everything is because of our certificate. Wait, and people will begin to say all kinds of my one, my, one of my mentors was sharing something with me, and he said he prophesied to a guy, man of God. He told the guy that guy was going to become a millionaire. I'm telling you. And within 24 hours, from nowhere, the guy became a millionaire from an insurance, something from outside of Ghana. And when the guy became the millionaire, he saw what the money did within one month. The guy now began to dictate for the church what they should do in the church. The guy won't come to church. He wants them to come and talk to because he's a big boy now. The man of God told him, listen, it is God who gave you this money. And that same God will take it from you. I'm telling you, also, within two months, all the million dollars vanish. As we speak now, it's been over like three years. The guy still begs to eat. I'm telling you, he lost everything. Listen, the word of God doesn't lie. Don't take some things lightly. And begin to think that because you have gotten a job, some job that you have gotten, and some small money that they are paying you, which is somebody's that you are now telling God and behaving as though you are a big boy, a big girl, because in your office everybody bows to you. I'm telling you, you are sitting on a time bomb. I'm telling you. You are sitting on a time bomb, and if you don't take care, it will explode, and you will lose that which the Lord gave you. So your thanksgiving will help you even to preserve that blessing that God gives to you. Your thanksgiving multiplies your blessings. Your thanksgiving it multiplies your blessing. John chapter six. The verse number nine down, when Jesus and his disciples were, you know, when they were at, at the place where uh, the people were hungry and all that, uh, Jesus' disciples said, I send them away. He says, no, I can't send He says, what do you have? How many bread do you have? He said, we have five. There is a boy who has five and two fishes. Jesus said, bring it. When they brought that bread and the fishes, he took it and he began to thank God for it. And when Jesus began to thank the Lord, 
the bread and the fishes multiplied. There was a multiplication from five to feed five thousand men, excluding women and children. Quantumly. A massive multiplication. Jeremiah chapter 30, the verse number 19. It says that for then out of the amount shall proceed thanksgiving and them that make merry. I will multiply them. So if you allow and if you begin to thank God for all the little and the good that is doing in your life, if you don't mama, if you don't complain, he is able to multiply them. He will multiply that blessing in your heart. As you begin to thank the Lord, that small business that you have started, the Lord is about to multiply a business even in the name of the Lord Jesus. That money that you've been receiving, the Lord is about to multiply that money for you even in the name of the Lord Jesus. It says that an out of the amount shall proceed thanksgiving and them that make merry it says that and i will multiply them and they shall not be few and i will also glorify them and they shall not be small from today the lord will no longer make you small you will be multiplied the lord is about to glorify you you will not be small anymore the lord is about to cause you even to increase on all sides the lord is about to bless you that your mind cannot understand the lord is about to bless you for it is the blessings of the lord that make it rich sorrow doesn't add Sorrow doesn't add. Hard work doesn't add. It is good, but it is the blessings that comes from above that is able to make you prosperous because all good and perfect gift cometh from above and not abroad. If you can thank the God of our Father, if you can thank the living God, even for the good that He is doing, even in your life, it will cause it to be perfected. It will cause it to be perfected. There is a difference between good and perfect. All good and perfect gift coming from above. It is the blessings of the Lord that makes a man rich. He can give you a good gift, but you need a perfect gift because good perfect is better than good. Good better best. The best is the perfect. And so if you can show God appreciation and if you can thank him and acknowledge him even for the little things that he is doing even in your life he will bring perfection to you if you will appreciate him for taking that headache away he will bring perfection to you by healing your whole body if you can thank the Lord if you can appreciate him for the little things that he has started even to do in your life the good Lord is able, He is able to perfect it. For God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can imagine or think and even ask. We serve an able God, we serve a God whose understanding cannot be searched. We serve a God who cannot be understood by mere men. We serve a God who causes things. 
that do not exist, even to come into existence. If you can thank God for that two city, the Lord can multiply it. For the Lord said, chapter number 50, the verse number 3, 23, it says that the person who brings sacrifice as thanksgiving unto me, that person really honors me, and I will honor them as well. Listen, as you honor God, even in your thanksgiving, the Lord is about to honor you. As you honor God, even for that relationship, He is about to honor you, even with marriage. As you honor God for that one job, He is about to honor you with a multi-million and national business. As you honor God and you appreciate Him, even for that first level office that you are in, He is about to honor you and take you into your promotion. If you can honor God and give Him thanks, He is about to cause you to experience the unthinkable, the unimaginable, even in your life. If you can honor God and appreciate Him for that single room that you are living in, oh my God, the Lord is able to give you even a chamber and a hall. If you can appreciate God for that chamber and hall, He is able to give you even a two bedroom, two plus apartment. If you can honor Him and appreciate Him, somebody, even for that two bedroom, He is able to give you your own house. If you can honor God for being a servant, he is about to make you your own boss and a master as well. The heavens are open right now. And as we begin to thank the Lord, the Lord is about to honor his people. The Lord is about to cause the people of God even to increase on every side. The Lord is about to cause us even to multiply. The Lord is about to cause us to enjoy the fatness even of this the Lord is about to do what's good. If you can thank him, even for that baby that you lost, he is able to bring you a new one. Oh my God, your children are gifts, even from the Lord, and sons of heritage, they are rewards from the Lord, and tender rewards, those are the people he gives to. If you can thank him for the child that you have lost and thank him that God I thank you for giving me a better job he is able to bring you a job that will pay you even much more better somebody shout glory glory thanksgiving can cause your blessing to be multiplied it works it works I'm telling you it works it has been proven, it has been tested. It works. It works. It works thanksgiving. If you can thank the Lord. If you can thank the Lord. So I remember some years back when I was in the university. A friend of mine connected me to somebody, a guy who was from a very prominent home, and he said, the guy was sick, he had been afflicted with all kinds of sicknesses, I'm telling you. He had all kinds of sicknesses, one boy, one person. 
And he said that if you can pray with this guy, I believe that God can use him to bring healing to you. I gave the sick person. I said, Charlie, let's do fasting and pray. Bro, let's fast and pray. God can bring healing. So we fasted and we prayed for three days. Nothing happened. Oh. I said, Charlie, the person who recommended this guy looks like this place myself. My God needs answer. And I was scared. I just was I was thanking God. I would enter into a long time of prayer. I would thank God, I would thank God, I would thank God for what he has done, what he has done. So I don't know what happened. The guy said he was dead in his room. And he said to God, that God, if Sarkodia is your servant, heal me. I'm telling you, on this holy altar that I am standing. So when the guy said that, he said something fell on him. He doesn't know what happened to him. From that day forward, I'm telling you, the guy has been totally freed and the guy has been totally delivered. I'm telling you, dancing, dancing, it works. I'm telling you, it, it works like something. I'm telling you, it is a key. that I'm talking about that we will pray is that thanksgiving causes the supernatural even to be made manifest in our lives. Thanksgiving. It causes the supernatural. It connects us to God so that the supernatural is made manifest even in our lives. John chapter 11 the verse number 41. The Bible says that when Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus, a man who was dead for four days, four days, four days, is it not astonishing? And then one said, all the powerful miracles that Jesus did, he did them with thanksgiving. No, all the powerful, just all, 5,000 bread, bread. Hey! Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Five thousand. Say, one loaf of bread, one city. Men only five thousand Ghana on bread. Women, children excluded. You know, children and women too often that they are more than the men, especially the women. So we can say the women. In that prayer meeting, they were like 10,000. And they were leftovers. Thanksgiving. When Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus, he lifted up his hands unto heaven and he said, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have helped me. Listen, I don't know the prayers that you have prayed all this while, that you have not received answers to them. If only you can thank God for hearing you, answers will come speedily, even for you. God did this here. The last time we were, we were praying, and I was telling them that 
Just thank God. Forget about whatever that you are going to thank God. There was a lady on the line. She was so depressed. The lady was crying. You know that some of the prayers they are prophetic. You understand? It's good when you are left like that. A lot of the lady was so depressed. Was so she was believing the Lord for a job. She had been sacked from her job. No job. She was so frustrated and all that. I said, listen, thank God. I, I, I told I said, when is leaving 12 midnight? If you will, thank God till the next morning. You have prayed enough. You have prayed. God has said, activate your faith. Thank the Lord. I, told, I said, thank the Lord. Your life is not. Thank God for doing all that you want him to. Thank him that he has done it for you. I'm telling you, on this holy altar that I am standing, the next morning, the lady was there. She received the call from someone. The person said that I want to give you ten thousand dollars. I'm telling you, Thanksgiving. She sent me a voice. Hey, that's she was very happy and excited. I'm telling you, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has caused a lot of things to happen. I'm telling you, Jesus said that I thank you that you have heard me. What prayers have you been praying all this while that you have not received answers to? This morning I came to challenge you. That if you will thank God for the answer of that prayer, you will see the manifestation thereof. If you will thank God for the answer to that prayer, you will receive and see the answer that you have been waiting for. Even all these years, Thanksgiving is powerful. It causes the supernatural even to manifest in the lives of the believer. And Lazarus who was dead for four days, a man who was laid in a tomb and was covered, that guy had been decayed, oh my God, four days in the tomb, I believe that guy was rotting or something, and he was smelling and all that, but when the master appeared, Jesus didn't waste my time, he said that Lazarus, my God, I don't know what is dead in your life. I don't know the Lazarus that is dead in your life. I don't know what has been covered in your life. It might be your marriage. It might be your trouble. It might be your business. It might be your academics. I don't know what has been covered. If this morning, if you can thank the Lord, He is about to cause even the supernatural to be made manifest even in your life. He is about to be made manifest. Even in your life. He is about to cause. 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 The supernatural power to be made manifest in your life. What is it that God cannot do? Even in your life. He does not change. He does not lie. What he said he will do. That is what he will do. According to his knowledge. And his for you, what God has promised, He will bring it to pass. If He said He will give you a job, I came to announce to you that God will bring you that job. If He says He will give you that marriage, as you thank Him, 
may be nobody marries in your family. As you thank the Lord that you have this big broken, as you thank Him for answering that prayer of your health, your health is about to take a new turn. As you thank the Lord for what He is for, my God, for what you want Him to do, He is about to do it. It will be made manifest for every eye. In me to see it. Toby said the other day, I will lift up my head onto the hills from where cometh my help. Is my help cometh from the Lord? Your help is from Jehovah. If you can appreciate Him, if you can thank the Lord for that healing, even in your body, He is bringing your help. If you can thank Him for that job, He is bringing the job. If you can thank Him for that trouble, He is bringing the trouble. If you can thank the Lord for whatever that you want to see, even in your life, He is bringing it to pass. Somebody shall fire. fire. Rise up to your feet. This is thank the Lord from the depths of your heart. Do it with all fervency, with everything inside of you. Do it with everything inside of you. Do it with everything. Do it like it is your last. Appreciate it like it is your last. In the name of Jesus, lift up your right hand of authority. Say in the name of Jesus. Oh God, my Father, as I begin to pray, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Clap your hands and begin to thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Head on over to your email and email ajimansakwadiakwame at gmail.com.